Thank you for joining us today with Cindy Sherwood's podcast, Words for the Journey. Keeping an eye on eternity. We're all on a journey of some sort. I know that sounds a little cliche, but it's true. We move through our days pursuing something or some things, maybe a paycheck or an education or raising a family, building a business or working in a ministry. It's also true we all have times when we feel stuck or lost, and it seems like we aren't going anywhere. I know many of our podcast listeners are pursuing God and the things of God, particularly His healing and redemptive work in their lives. I'm encouraged by that because that's why this ministry exists, to help people get past anything holding them back from living the life God created them to live, to live in complete freedom. Today's podcast is for everyone those just trying to get through the daily grind, those who are stuck and unsure of what their life is or should be about, and those who are on their healing journey, seeking God's restoration. It's a bit of a mystery how life can at the same time feel like it's whizzing by at great speed and also feel like it's crawling. I'm dumbfounded that I'm already in my 60s. The life behind me doesn't seem like it's been that long. But it also seems like my inheritance in heaven is so far away, like I'll never finish my race here on earth. Yet I know God's promises are true. So today's podcast is about perspective on the future, tidbits of truth to encourage us to faithfully continue our race, whatever that might be. God's plan for all of us includes repairing what has been broken. A favorite verse and promise of mine is found in Isaiah 58, 12, NIV. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the age-old foundations. You will be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets with dwellings. One of the names for God is repairer of broken walls. We all have damaged foundations. When the foundation is damaged, the rest of the house is unstable. God promises to rebuild the foundation and repair the broken walls. This is essential work for all of us, work that will enable us to discover God's plan for our life and then live that life. So if you are engaged in this restoration process with the Lord, fantastic. That's the first step. Keep going and don't give up until God finishes your healing. That's always a temptation, giving up too soon. We start to feel a little better, see a little progress and think, I'm good. I don't need to address the rest of the stuff hiding in my dark closet. Life's better and I'm okay with that. Don't be okay with that. Don't settle for anything except the best possible life. That's God's plan for you. I'll be honest, restoration does involve suffering, but the suffering has an end. First Peter 5.10 says, But may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. 
Did you hear his promise to do to you? Yes, we suffer for a while, but that's better than suffering forever. And when he finishes his redemptive work, he will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Who doesn't want to be strong and peaceful? That's a great payoff for the hard work involved in healing. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 4.18 that we need a new perspective. He says, while we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Our eyes must be on the eternal, not on the worldly. That doesn't mean we don't need to focus or think about the myriad of details involved with living on earth. But it does mean we need to keep bringing our thoughts and perspective back to the eternal. Nothing here is going to last. Nothing here is permanent. This is not the end game for us, just a temporary passing through place. If we belong to Jesus, then we will end up with him in heaven. This life is not our inheritance. Our inheritance is our eternal life in heaven. When we finally get there, the earthly part of our life will seem minuscule and insignificant. We may not see it that way while we're still here, but when we get to heaven, we will see more clearly. I've done another podcast on heaven describing scriptural details of what it is like. If you want to listen to that, it's called, What is Heaven Like? Perfection is Coming. That podcast will also help you have the right perspective today. John fifteen nineteen NIV says, As it is, you do not belong to this world, but I have chosen you out of the world. We don't belong here. We have to start living as if we believe that is true. That's why this world never feels satisfying to us, why we're constantly barraged with things that hurt us. We don't belong here. There's no point in trying to fit in here because we don't fit here. Romans 12.2 says, Do not be conformed to this world. We should not try to fall in line with the world. That's the wrong direction for us. I can promise you, if you are in step with the world, You are out of step with God. As we just read in 2 Corinthians 4.18, the things which are seen are temporary. This isn't our permanent address. Jesus is right now getting our future home ready for us. He says in John 14, 1-3, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house, are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus said we don't need to worry. He has our future well in hand. He's taking care of us today and will take care of us for all eternity. Philippians 3.20 tells us, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Heaven is where we belong. Heaven is what we were made for. That's our permanent address, not this world. 
This life is not the point. It is simply the prelude to the main event, as Jesus explained in Matthew twenty-five thirty-four. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Today, however, is not wasted or pointless. He is preparing you for your life with him. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Your trials have a purpose. They are shaping you into the likeness of Christ. They are creating in you things that will carry over into the next life. God promises us that our current troubles are accomplishing important things in 2 Corinthians 4.17 NIV. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Nothing is wasted. If you are thinking to yourself, light and momentary, none of my problems seem light or momentary, I couldn't agree with you more. It is difficult for us to see life through the lenses of God's truth. We're human, and God knows that. That's why he's given us these scriptures to help us have the right perspective, to give us promises to encourage us to hang in there and persevere in his plan. While we're still here doing our best to make it through each day, trying to honor God with the way we live, completing the healing work he has begun in us, I have three thoughts to share along with three gifts from God that will sustain you. The first thought is to seek God's peace rather than seeking what is easy or comfortable. As I said, we will always feel somewhat uncomfortable in this world. Jesus said as much in John 16:33, "These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace." In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. While we are still dealing with the difficult things here, God will give us his peace. So that is what we can hope for and expect now. Something that is experienced when we trust him and follow his word. My second thought is to seek God's joy, but not necessarily happiness. Not that God does not want us to be happy. He does. But too often that goal leads to selfish choices, seeking what's good for us without considering the plan God has for us. 1 Peter 1, 6, 8b-9 says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved, by various trials, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. In other words, seek the joy of the Lord which comes from walking the journey he has planned for us, a plan that will include trials. And finally, my third thought is to seek God's companionship, not the world's. We were created for fellowship with God, not with the world. While we are still in the world, we, of course, will have many relationships, and we want to respond to those relationships with love and grace. 
God commands us to serve others, but our relationship with the Lord must always remain primary so he can guide where we invest ourselves and how we invest ourselves. Even though this part of our life is temporary, how we live today matters. We have to be with God every day, in his word, in prayer, doing life together. That's the only way we'll know how to live and what the right choices are for us. Acts 17, 27 to 28 says, so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. We desperately need this connection with the Lord. He is our friend, our support, our strength, our provider and protector. He is our everything. The world is a hard place. John fifteen eighteen says, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Jesus will help us when times are difficult. So those are my tips to help you as you finish your race and live the life God created you to live. Seek God's peace, seek God's joy, and seek God's companionship. And while we're about that terrifically important business, God has three blessings and promises that will sustain us. Number one, he will never leave you. Hebrews 13.5 says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He will be with you every moment of the day. You are never alone. Number two, God accepts you. Even when no one else does, even when you are abandoned, rejected, and betrayed, God will receive and accept you. Even when you are at your messiest, Hebrews 13.6 says, So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? When the world does its worst, the Lord will always help us. He's for us, our fan club and our faithful friend. And the third promise is that you have his favor. Psalm 512 says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. God's favor is a strong protection around us. We can have a hard time believing this in our depths, that God is for us, that he is on our side, fighting for us. But he is. To receive the full benefit of that favor, of course, we have to be walking in tandem with him and not going against him at every turn. God's protection comes when we do what he says. If we reject his word, we sabotage ourselves. Perfection is not required, but obedience is. But he helps us obey when we choose to do so. Philippians 2.13 NIV says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. He'll move heaven and earth to help you, but you have to let him by following him. Remember these promises. The Lord will never leave us. He will accept us under all circumstances, and we have his favor and blessing. If you want the best life possible, do it God's way. You'll have no regrets. All scriptures from the New King James Version, unless otherwise stated. 
Thank you for listening to Cindy Sherwood's podcast. Visit us on the web at hishealinglight.org to learn more about our ministry. Please consider rating us on iTunes or your other favorite music app. God's best to you today.